It's hard for many people to believe that a kid from Casper, Wyoming, could become such a diehard Reds fan. It actually started with a bowling league. A lot of my friends were in the league, and we bowled on Saturday mornings. It'd be 11 a.m. in Casper. That was the time that the MLB Game of the Week came on. They had all of the televisions in the bowling alley tuned in. This was around 1970, right about the time the big red machine started taking shape, and Reds games were aired pretty often. Our bowling league that started up after school was back in session, so we're talking about the fall when the pennant races were really heating up. Between my turns bowling, I was fixed to the screen. I became a huge fan of guys like Tony Perez, Johnny Bench, and Dave Concepcion. As a baseball fan, I was captivated by the team. They were just so good, and they made it look so easy. However, they just couldn't seem to get over the hump and win the World Series. I was hooked anyway. I think I was the only one who really cared about the Reds back then. Most of my buddies were A's fans. They always talked about guys like Catfish Hunter, Vita Blue, and Reggie Jackson. We didn't have any major league teams around us, so we could pretty much pick any team to root for. And at that time, Oakland was every bit as good as Cincinnati. My friends gave me all kinds of crap for being a Reds fan. It was nonstop. It was good-natured ribbing, but it only made me like the Reds even more. It felt like it was really my team. Right before my freshman year of high school, my two brothers, two sisters, and I moved with my mom and stepfather to a small town near Utica, New York. By that time, the Reds were really coming into their own. They'd soon win four pennants in seven seasons and back-to-back World Series titles in 1975 and 1976. The only downside to Cincinnati's success was not being around those A's fans. It sure would have been nice to rub it in.